10 minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to a Metro FM talk here on the Mighty Metro. I'm joined on the line by uh, Markwe Masilela, Chief Investment Officer at Markwe Fund Managers. Markwe, good evening to you and uh, welcome. Markwe? Cold Tuesday. Eita? I'm saying good evening to you on a cold Tuesday. Hey, Shbaba, on a very, very cold uh, uh, Tuesday. I certainly hope that you are in front of that fireplace there, Markwe, and uh, that uh, you're certainly warm and snug and uh, going to help us take a look at some of these stories here. And I want us maybe, Markwe, to start with the guys who give us uh, Total Sports, uh, Markham, uh, and a few other brands that uh, uh, certainly no doubt you would be familiar with, and many of uh, our listeners also would be familiar with the likes of Exact sports scene and at home this is, i'm talking about the fashini group now now they went to their shareholders and said they need just shy of four billion rand uh, in a rights offer here and uh, i guess the big question i'm asking of you mark where is uh, what do they need all of this money for number one they need to pay off the debt and we saw yesterday that also they made also an offer to buy jet and you know even their peers have done something like that we know Mr. Price as well is also trying to raise capital as well. So that confirms to you that the industry itself has been struggling, number one, from debt, number two, from the uncertainty that is still there when it comes to COVID-19. So they might as well have a better safety balance sheet. And the easiest and cheaper way to do that, instead of raising debt, is for them to issue more shares, and that is doing the right issue. Mm-hmm. Talk to me, I mean, because I guess in the last few days or so, we spoke about uh, the Fushina Group, I think it was yesterday even, about them acquiring Jet um, and some of the, I guess, 371 stores that were still commercially viable. Um, and one would think that, I guess, this rights offer fits into some of those designs and plans to uh, acquire an entity that they competed with in some of the segments in their business. Uh, and maybe some of this money is going to be used to, towards that end as well. Sure, and here we're talking almost 480 million. That's if the deal goes through. That's if the deal is still going to be 361 stores, but there's a likelihood that they can even be more than 400, depending. And the nice thing with that is that also depending on their negotiations with their landlords going forward. So, yes, they will use some of the money to do that. And also, a very important factor to try to, try to pay off some of the debt. We know that in trying times, when you are generating less income, but you are facing huge debt, then you are not attractive anymore. So it will be best for them to pay down as much as they can when it comes to debt and to try to improve some of their efficiencies. And acquiring debt as well will at least give them an exposure to the lower LSM market and be able to compete with the likes of the academics. Mm-hmm. Let, let's shift our attention maybe away from the retail sector here and uh, I guess many people might think that uh, uh, the shareholders will certainly come on board uh, in expectation for accessing some of those assets from Jet at a fire sale I mean much cheaper than what they would have got it in uh, if conditions weren't different uh, on the back of COVID-19 but let's shift our attention now to SAA uh, where we know that there was a, a creditors meeting set for today and we're going to be catching up uh, in the next hour or so with um, some of the trade unions at SAA to talk to them about what happened at that meeting where the bulk of the creditors really clearing that 75% threshold, voting in favor of this business rescue plan. What does all of that mean? I think it was a foregone conclusion. Alabonga, you've got the bankers who hold almost 60% of the voting rights. And the very same banks, they know that their debt, number one, is guaranteed by their government. 
as we know that the government in February they gave the SAA uh, 16 billion or so to mainly pay that debt. So now if you've got that block of shares, it's easy you know, to start looking around for almost 15 because all they needed was to look around for almost 15, if not 15 percent, because you required at least 75 percent to get that business plan, to, I mean business rescue plan, to be adopted. So we know that guys that have been making most of the noises are saying not just any other unions, but mainly the guys coming from the side of the pilots, because apparently those guys they make almost 15 percent. You know, of the labor force. And when it comes to that retrenchment package of almost at over 2.1 billion, the guys apparently they tend to take almost 1 billion. So um, we are saying people yeah, who like make. 45% of, of that, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, it was just going to be easy for the bankers to get this code to, to get through because all you need is that you need some other creditors like Ayabongas are playing X, Y, and Z, you know, to lobby them to get this whole thing to get through. But yeah. Only apparently just around a thousand jobs will be safe. And you ask yourself that in this time time, the government by tomorrow has to give them a confirmation that yes, we will definitely get that over 10 billion that is required. So if they are able, the government, to get that 10 billion, it will be very interesting because now you've got people talking about like universal uh, basic income, stuff like that. They're looking for people who are still looking for support on other things. So where are you going to get that kind of money? to put into an airline while you still have other pressing needs. Mm, yeah, it does make things a bit more difficult here, Mark. But uh, I guess the other question is, uh, we're not sure whether or not government's going to uh, sort of fork out some of this money. Um, I mean, what, 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 what will it mean if, uh, yes, the creditors have accepted this plan today and then the government comes out, as uh, the finance ministry has done many a time, to say, we don't have any money, we're not going to bail you guys out again. And we're certainly not going to put any money down to start a new airline. What then happens to all of these plans? It will confirm and, very, and be very embarrassing that our government up until today is still operating silos because here you've got the Department of uh, Public Enterprise who are shareholder who supported the whole thing. Then you get another government department, the Treasury, saying you don't have money because for the DPE to be able to support this, they should be knowing that they will be able to get a necessary Treasury to bring in the money. But anyway... The biggest uh, creditors don't worry. Remember, their money is guaranteed. And besides that being guaranteed, that money has already been allocated in the February budget when they were given $16 billion. And even when we were talking about the reprioritizing, some of the things when we were talking about the supplementary budget, that money was not passed as, as, at all. So the unfortunate thing is it means the small guy, unfortunately, will continue to struggle because the big guys will have their money, whether we like it or not. They are big banks or Goldman Sachs, stuff like that. But you, as a small supplier, then it's tough luck for you. I mean, we know they owe money to the likes of the Corona. We know that they owe some money to some of the suppliers who are helping what is happening with the airlines. So unfortunately, those small medium enterprises are the ones who will be feeling the heat. Tough times, tough times indeed, Markwe, and uh, we're certainly going to be watching uh, all of the happenings there uh, quite closely. But uh, let's take a look at, uh, I guess, the other story that I found quite interesting. Bidvest, uh, they, they might uh, close or sell their car rental division. Uh, what do you make of this one? I mean, they're saying that on the back, I guess, of the uh, aviation sector grinding to a halt, that very few people are coming, I guess, straight out of the airports to hire their vehicles, uh, and even the halt to the tourism sector certainly hit them hard. Uh, but they're saying that, you know, 
if this continues, they, they won't be able to operate and uh, they might close or even, I guess, sell, if there's a potential suitor, their car rental division. It's not surprising because here when we talk about the whole company's bitvest, that's one company that is clearly underpinned the aviation industry because they support a lot of things or they are suppliers, I mean, of a lot of things when it comes to the aviation industry. So they know what they're talking about when saying that industry is working. And also we've seen other companies well in the industry, you know, that they've been reducing their fleet, some of them closing down. So yes, it's true, most of their business relies on air travel. And so far we know air travel is banned or we're only allowed for essential stuff. So yeah, and these guys are owned by the big brother, someone in deep pocket, if that thing they won't be able to sustain them because apparently when they were leaving their results as well, they said they just made almost half of the revenue that they used to make. But besides that, all along this, the company was a very solid balance sheet. So that says something about that kind of industry. And guys, who else to listen to when it comes to that industry if not to listen to Big Fair? Because these are the guys who happen to be one of the main suppliers when it comes mm. to that particular industry. Who are some of their brands in that space? I mean, uh, just aside from, from the one they trade as uh, as Bidvest, I think they also have a hand in some of the other players who we might think are, are their competitors. Exactly. I mean, for the fact that they, they, they as Bidvest, you know, they have got other divisions. I mean, whether it's the cleaning, whether it's the supplying of food, and they might be looking at retrenching people as well. But you look at the company as well. I mean, uh, what is called, I think it's Morton as well. The company said they just have to reduce their fleet because things are not looking okay at all. Mm-hmm. Last one here, Makwe. Um, we heard at the start of the lockdown uh, the uh, National Treasury saying they're going to give about 70 billion rand in uh, tax relief measures, including uh, you know, uh, escalating or expediting VAT refunds and uh, giving people some payment holidays on their pay as you earn obligations. Um, and initially they'd said this would end at the end of July, but it, it might seem that, I guess, with us approaching the peak, that uh, this might continue. And I think that's a wise thing, because conditions have not changed. And I think mm. when they talk about three to four months, they thought by now things could have been better. I think that's a very realistic and a wise move, you know. And I'm, I like the way they play, that they're not ruling out that they might, you know. So I mean, they still have to go back and check, you know, how much can they afford to extend. But truth be told, Things in state look as if they might be going back. We have known, we have seen on Sunday some of the restrictions were imposed. And listen, guys, it's not only us. You are Japan, you are California, Texas. They are imposing some of the restrictions because of the spike that we are seeing when it comes to infections. So also the home here, we don't know this is the last one or a medical review and start reimposing some of them. But the truth of the matter is, I think when it comes to that part, national treasury has been looking very forward and has been mm. very proactive. That guys, I think we might have to extend this. And anyway, the economy needs that. We'll have to leave it there. Uh, but uh, Mark, it was a pleasure catching up with you. And uh, I certainly hope that those benefits uh, uh, continue because it certainly uh, will uh, be able to uh, give some respite and some relief uh, to uh, many of those businesses, in particular small businesses, that uh, certainly find them in a tight squeeze. Makwe, always a pleasure catching up with you, my brother, and thank you very much for your time. That there was Makwe Masalela, Chief Investment Officer and Founder at Makwe Fund Managers. Let's take this brief break. When we come back, second part of our business wrap, we'll catch up with Debo Khotswane, and uh, she's going to let us in on uh, what happened at that creditors' meeting today. And, of course, uh, I guess the other question is all around all of the unfolding drama 
uh, of uh, whether or not the National Treasury was uh, going to put down some of the money that's needed here uh, to not only pay the severance packages, uh, but to also, I guess, uh, give some life uh, to whatever phoenix rises out of SAA's ashes. It's quite clear that the only people that uh, we know with certainty uh, will get their money are some of the banks who have guaranteed debt with SAA. What do you make of that? I'd love to hear from you. Give us a ring, 89 Let's take this break, and we join Debucho on the other side of this.